to Baker and a Broadcast. Today I'm joined by my very first special guest. Please welcome Laurie. Uh, Laurie is a very good friend of mine and he's actually also my housemate. Now, Laurie, where are you from? I'm from Romania, up in Baia Now, you've travelled a bit yourself, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Um, on your own and with another person before. Um, what would you say is your favourite destination? My favourite destination from what I've travelled so far would be, I'd say, Brasov is the first one on my list. Okay. Can I make a small top three? Yeah, sure, yes, yeah. It's not just, yeah, so Brasov is the first one on my list, definitely. Then I would say it's Timisoara, <laughs> and then Poland. stayed a lot in Timisoara, don't okay. get me wrong, but the circumstances of how I got to Timisoara were are one of the things that made the city, you know, just I really right. like it now. Because I, I remember when I first went to Timisoara, I was working this dead-end job back in my mind. I just got my pay. <laughs> and I was uh, walking around the city with a friend of mine, and we reached a train station. And when we reached the train station, we're like, it was Friday night. He said, just, you know, let's just see where the first train goes. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get on that train in Romania, of course. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> to Budapest. <laughs> the first one, let's say it was 10 p.m., but I remember the train left at about 12 or 1 for Kishwar. Yes. So we ran home, packed a couple of stuff. Got on the night train and got to Timisoara. I didn't see a lot of Timisoara, but just because I got there like that, yeah. it was really, really <laughs> Saturday morning. Then uh, I've been with the band to Timisoara once, and that was really, really nice. Yeah. There was one of the first concerts that we had with another band called Harnasar. Okay. And our current drummer, Mirta, plays in Harnasa. He started the band, so it was the first time we met and played oh, yeah, together. That was where? Yeah, that oh, was one of them. Okay. That was one of them. So yeah, 
was the first question and the second one. I've stayed in hostels in the past, in Romania and mm. abroad as well. I just like hostels. I also stayed on a bench and on a <laughs> in the train That's station. not something I recommend. <laughs> just <laughs> but yeah, I, I would go for hostels. Yeah. And why would you say that you prefer to stay in a hostel over a hotel? Just the prices, or is there something else? Well, yeah, sure. Stay in a hotel, I think it's just it's just you in the hotel, and there's the lobby, and then you have to do exploring by yourself. So it's more it's more disconnected. Is that yeah? I mean, it's nice to stay in a hotel in certain circumstances, but I prefer hostels, and I go by myself because I know I'm usually shy <laughs> when I get to meet new people. So it's nice to have a group of people that are more outgoing. Hey, who are you? Why are you here? Where are you from? And yes. then shots happen, beers, and you go out and you know you get to explore the city or part of the culture, part of the country that you're visiting with people that probably don't know anything about the country or maybe know just a little bit about the country as yourself being yes. visitors. But then you have locals who helps a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Considering there's not going to be delays, yes, yeah. you can get to point A to point B without having to worry about oh, if some this the blah blah car going to pick me up. It's yeah. you know you have a bit of security. I think I've used all of them except boats. Okay, <laughs> <And> satellites. <laughs> I, I can see you've watched my video. There's a link in the description. <laughs> It's like going from going to the nearest supermarket. It's 
not far at all, is it? No. <laughs> no. Um, you've also hitchhiked before somewhere else, is that correct? Yes, but I didn't do it on my own. No, you didn't. No. I uh, did it with my girlfriend, Lessa. She likes to hitchhike a lot. And she convinced me, okay, we have to hitchhike, it's cool, it's really adventurous, you don't know who's going to pick you up, you know, you don't know if you're going to get that. If you're going to get to your destination, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to have to pay, if you're not going to have to pay. The first time we hitchhiked together, it was from Cluj-Napoca uh, to Brasov. And I think we stayed, there, there are general places where you can stay and hitch, uh, you know, cars can pick you up if you're yes. here. But this was kind of in Cluj, but on the outskirts. There was a lot of people staying there, so it was like a hitchhiker's hub. Oh, people yeah. knew that mm. they're going to pick you up. So uh, then we were fortunate enough for a friend of hers to, uh, uh, who was going to Brasov. She saw us on the side of the road. So oh, like, hey. <laughs> yeah, sure. So it's, it's more, that's like, it's not really hitchhiking in a way, it's more just looking. Yeah. Looking out on a hitchhiker. Yeah, but I think that's what it's all about. Uh, you gotta be lucky, because when, you know, I hitchhiked from Samavik into Mangalia, that's not so far away. Then I hitchhiked on a Friday afternoon, okay. when everybody was coming to Bama, nobody was leaving <laughs> out of Bama, so, you know. Then again, we also hitchhiked from, uh, yeah. <laughs> we also hitchhiked from Berlin to Poland. But that was a total disaster on the spot, but it was a really, it turned into a really fun story. Because okay. <laughs> we hitchhiked out of Berlin, but we went on the Autobahn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, drivers kept uh, giving us signs like, no, no, you cannot, you cannot hitchhike from here. And we didn't get it, it was me, Lexa, and two other friends of ours. So we walked. <laughs> From the outskirts of Berlin, we walked on the highway, maybe half an hour, 40 minutes, till we reached like a stop for trucks and cars that had a gas stations and some accommodations and that kind of stuff. Then he just harassed people. Are you going there? Are you going there? Because if you imagine uh, Berlin and the map, we had to go like northeast from Berlin. We had to go yeah. north, northeast to Kosvin and Odra in Poland. Okay. But there was no highway that was going that direction. So this German guy picked us up from that stop. Yeah. This is your typical German guy. You know, <laughs> kind of chubby blonde, and he was eating bratwurst or something off the dashboard of his car. <laughs> I cannot invent this. He didn't it's like a stereo. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't speak any English, or if he did, he was not a big doctor, kind of creepy situation. <laughs> so he took us uh, to the south on the highway, and he left us at another junction. But that junction was not was neither going back to Berlin, mm. nor towards the northeastern part that we had to reach. It was going straight to Warsaw. Oh. <laughs> So it was a highway that went into Poland. It was starting to rain. Yeah. Like just 
drizzled. It was not really raining. We had our uh, we had our tent with us. Okay. We could have camped on the, on the side of the highway, but in the end, uh, we found we we did the same thing. We just asked people in broken German and English, and we just had to figure out what they were speaking, what language they were speaking, and a couple. A young couple of Polish people just said, yeah, sure, we'll pick you up, but where do you want to go in Poland? So like, just leave us on the border. Okay. So they picked us up, they took us into Poland just on the border, in a gas station, just opposing that gas station was another gas station, but there was no bridge or anything to cross over, so we had to run across the highway. <laughs> Get to the other gas station. Keep harassing people. Hey, can you take us to Germany back? Because we have to get to Woodstock. And, <laughs> and then this German guy, really nice dude, uh, he picked us up. He was picking us. Uh, he was going back to Berlin to pick up his daughter. So he said, yeah, you know what? I'll just leave, leave you in Frankfurt, but in the small Frankfurt. It's, okay. it's a small, yeah, it's a uh, bigger Frankfurt. That's what yeah, I learned. Bigger that. Frankfurt is the southwest. Yeah, not that. <laughs> this was okay. a Frankfurt that was divided in two. Half of it was in Germany, half of it was in, uh, in Poland. Oh, okay. And people lived, you had a bridge, yeah, so. and people would just cross over the bridge, <laughs> <laughs> depending where they were. Yeah. So we stayed there, we found out. Imagine yeah. like a village. Mm. We stayed there in uh, the night. We took out our sleeping bags, put ourselves comfortably on the bench, <laughs> and we waited for, I think it was 5 or 6 a.m. till the bus to a nearby village. And then uh, we took the bus there, and then there we took the train to Polskie. And oh. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, this is a really nice story to say today. Yes. And yes. to tell friends, oh, this experience is so cool. We hitchhiked like this, going to Woodstock. It sounds romantic. Yeah. But we missed the day of the festival. Oh. And we were really tired when we reached the festival. And we got in our so kind of just lethargic on that day, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it was more a necessity. We decided that we're going to hitchhike because okay. we wanted to do that. We yeah. said, okay, let's hitchhike from Berlin to Poland to the festival because, you know, Woodstock, we yes. have to yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to get on the first day of the festival, get some rest, mm. and then enjoy the first night, just take a bus or something. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would not recommend. This is what I was saying earlier. If you're on a schedule, if you want to get to point A to point B on a certain day, just don't rely on hitchhiking. Yes. I would yeah. say. There's, maybe, a, there's a bit more of security yes. with regards to the time that you're going to take bus or train. Yeah. Maybe other people have different experience. I'm sure they have. They reach their destinations on time and they I mean you see this in villages in Roma, in Romania a lot. Mm. There's people who live in nearby villages and they're just going to get 
then late to a hitchhiker to take them from the village to the city instead of paying, let's say, twelve lei on a yeah. train ticket. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna get faster. And yeah. but people know this. People who stop there, they know they're gonna get their ten lei. And the hitchhikers know somebody's eventually gonna pick them up. Yeah. But that's more they know where to stop and yeah. the hitchhiker yeah. knows where to stick the thumb out and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah. It's more organized glorified taxi really then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now speaking about hitchhiking and planning and stuff like this, how organized are you when you're deciding to travel? Do you tend to do it very meticulous or is it a bit more lenient, a bit more on the More, the most organized I've been, it's just okay. I know the train leaves at that hour, and I should reach my destination by that hour. Yeah. That's about it. I don't organize. I don't think it needs more organizing than this. Mm -hmm. Did you say it needs more organizing? In my experience, um, maybe if the train is at 9.55, don't get there at 9.50. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good start. <laughs> You gotta get a feel. Okay, if you want to leave from Bucharest to wherever by train, yeah. it's better that you that you buy your tickets beforehand because a you might not find tickets on the day uh, that you're leaving. B, a lot of people are gonna stay in the line to get tickets either for that day or for the coming yeah. days. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. How would you prefer? Do you prefer to be Visiting friends, then I'm just gonna use Blablac Park because it's cheaper. You might travel with people mm -hmm. who have interesting stories to tell, and it's not just you and your headphones and the yes. bus. Yeah. I do prefer the bus and the train when I'm really tired mm -hmm. and I don't really want to speak or if I have a lot of luggage with me. But if I just have my backpack on, I'll, be, I'll definitely go for Blablac Park. Okay. Speaking about organizing, getting things sorted. You're part of a band, is this correct? That is correct. Now, you, you, from my experience and what I know of you, you try and organize a lot of that yourself, is that true? True. Yeah. Um, how, how easy is it to organize sort of the other guys, get everyone to a certain place for a certain time, you've got a show, or you're, you're going on tour or something? <laughs> yeah, good question. It's Easier, I find it easier to organize. You mean the leaving part? We have to. We have the sound check at 5 p.m. We gotta be there at 3 p.m. So at least we get to relax a bit. Well, it's more in comparison with, because I've only ever traveled on my own. Like 
so I know when I leave somewhere, when I'm going to get somewhere. Okay. You're having to organise three other people to say, right, you need to be here for this time. <laughs> well, back in Biomaya, because we have the luxury of all of us work in the same town. Yeah. This was two years ago. Mm-hmm. It was really hard to organize. Oh, okay. Three other people. That like the name of that camera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard to organize three other people uh, to leave at a certain hour. Let's say we have the sound check at 5 p.m. As I said before, it would, would have been preferable if we reached there by 3 p.m. So we can load. We still have time to catch our breath, have a beer, yeah. just get a feel of the place. Because God, it, it was harder because everyone was at home. Everybody was like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to pack my bag in the morning, me included. So let's say we had to come to Bucharest from Baiamari, which is around 600 kilometers. We had to leave at, let's say, between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. We usually left at 11 a.m. Just because, oh, I forgot this. Oh, we should go home. Oh, I have to blah, 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 blah. I left the stove off. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that always happens. So it was, it was hard. But now, in our current status that I live in Bucharest, Radu and Mishu, uh, they're the vocalist and guitarist from the band, live in Biomare, mm-hmm. and Mitch, our drummer, lives in Chisinau, which is technically another country <laughs> in the Republic of Moldova. We have to stick to schedules, and this has helped a lot. You would say, like, oh, it's crazy, but how can you guys just meet up? It's more relaxing to be honest because we know that Mircea is going to get, let's say, we used Cluj as a meetup point a lot last year. So we knew that Mircea is going to be in Cluj at 7.50, something like that, in the morning. I would still, I was still living in Cluj back then. I would know I'd pick him up, grab a couple of beers, maybe he would take a shower, have something to eat, and then we'd know that tell the other guys, okay, he's here at this hour. Try and get here. Try and get here. And yeah. it would be easier because they would come uh, earlier. We weren't like four dudes going uh, on the road from the same city. Like, mm, we're going Just to see a big road trip. Yeah. yeah. Lads, lads, lads. <laughs> it didn't feel like that, which was really nice. Okay. So what would you say is your favorite story from touring? had a gig in Sibiu, mm-hmm. Focus Festival, I think it was 2016. We played there and then, uh, I think this was on a Friday, yeah. and on a Saturday we had to be at Osada Rock Festival, so we're playing a, um, in the competition, a sort of a battle of the bands kind of thing. Uh-huh. Is that the one that's on YouTube? No, that, oh, was, okay. that was another one. Really, really, really nice uh, park. Mm-hmm. 
them more alternative metal bands, right? Because okay. the day after were you know heavier bands. Mm. But since we had to be in Posada at uh, on Saturday, yeah. they and we really wanted to play CD. They were like, okay, you're gonna play on Friday. We were fine. So we reached there. They had the stage, the stage set up. In the back of the stage, there was a little tent with a fridge. Mm beers and wine and some vodka and Red Bulls and should I say energy drinks? <laughs> <laughs> so we just boozed a bit, you know, before the gig. We went and did our um, number. It was really nice, professional. Went back in the little tent and we started boozing some more because what else are we going to do? There were bands playing, we were mingling with the other band members. At one point, we went out to see them play. We came back, boozed some more. It was a lot of boozing. <laughs> so I remember at one point I did, okay, I don't want to drink any more beer because I'm gassy. <laughs> yeah, I think that was just another reason so I can get on the vodka. Okay. So I took an excuse. <laughs> I took a half a liter bottle of water, emptied it. I didn't. I emptied a, uh, I think, a old 33 can of Red Bull in it, yeah. and then filled it to the brim with vodka. I was like, ooh, more energy. I finished that. I was totally pumped, like, oh, yeah, mingled with the fans in the front of the stage, watched the bands play. It was really cool. Then I realized that I was really drunk yeah. to the point where I was, you know, I was of what I was doing, <laughs> and it's okay, my feet are not responding as well. <laughs> what I thought would be a good idea, <laughs> I had a film camera with me, okay. and I had my uh, uh, artist badge, yeah. I put it around my neck, drunk as I was, took my camera, and went in the press area of the stage. <laughs> Because I really wanted to take photos. I wanted to see the band up close, like really up yeah. close. And I know it was Alternosfera we're, we're playing. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, they're not going to hang out with us in the backstage. I want to see them up front. Yeah. So I took that. I just pretended I was press. No security. No, nobody stopped me. I was just a drunk dude. So, taking photos. Yeah. I lost the film the next day, so I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I just went to the front. I know the other photographers were looking like, okay, please don't bump into me. This is really expensive. Yeah. And yeah, then I got out and the guys, the vodka just really hit me by that time. Yeah. We didn't take our gear back to the car. Mm. We had to take our gear back to the car up a little hill in front of the stage. And I was went to the hotel, I can't remember how we got like a taxi or somebody took us, I can't remember. I remember we got into the hotel and I just lay down on the bed and Alec, our former drummer, just pulled my leg like, come on, we're going out to get some drinks. I wasn't, I don't know what it was, the 
energy drink or whatever. He was still drunk, probably. Probably. <laughs> I took a shower and went out. The other guys were sleeping. I said, oh, they're not going to wake up for another two or three hours. So I went, and, I went out to visit the CU, went into the nice uh, church steeple that they have in the old town, just mm -hmm. took photos. It was really nice. Um, speaking of Riot Monk and everything, um, I see you've got a new single and a new video coming out soon. Yes. When roughly is that going to be released? We do have a new single coming out. It's called Simple Circle. It's going to be released in March. We have a mini tour book for that. We're going to play Lucia Polka on the 21st. First of March, yeah. Then by Mother on the twenty-first, okay. and then in April we'll visit Chisinau, um, Russia, and then Bucharest. Oh, okay, okay. We're gonna do a nice, you know, we're gonna launch the video at the gig, so we're mm -hmm. gonna do, we're gonna showcase it there for the first time. Yes. Before we launch it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Wherever we're recording. Are there any particular special guests involved in the? As a matter of fact, they are. Really? There's... I think it's you! Oh, I did not know. I, I had no idea. Nick over here, he's going to be in the video. Do you have... Because we're coming to the end of this now. It's... Whoa, okay. Um, do you have any advice for people who are just starting out? So those who are looking at getting into travelling or anything? Just... Do it, be comfortable with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Just don't, because you see a lot of Instagram posts and yeah. bloggers that talk about their experience. I'm not talking about you now. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, follow, I follow a lot of other people as well, and it's, I mean, everything's so happy, it's all, everything's blue. It's yeah, seen. yeah. I found your content really helpful, because it was, you know. I'm not paying you to say this. No, you <laughs> not, but I, I do follow you. I did read your article. You should too. And it's real, you know? It's not what I was trying. I had this great idea, big idea actually, of traveling by van. Mm -hmm. And I started following van life on Instagram and mm -hmm. reading stuff like that. And you only see, it's really easy to get discouraged when you try to do this sort of thing. Because you only see the finished product. Mm -hmm. You only see the cool van and the cool photos. And you don't see the canister that needs to be emptied every now and then, and gas and car problems and stuff like that. So, don't, my advice is be comfortable with the way you travel. Don't try to travel like all these travel gurus tell you to. Yeah. Just do it on your own terms. If you want to travel to, I don't know, some city and visit all the big landmarks and you're you don't really want to explore the culture. If that's what you want to do, just do that and be happy with doing yes, it. Yes, yeah. So it's not, it's don't try and replicate everything yeah. you see. Don't try and beat somebody you're not. Yeah, because it's going to be hard. You're not going to be content with what you're doing. If mm -hmm. you're As a Romanian, do you have any tips, any places that you recommend people to see, things for people to do through enjoying the Food, definitely go to Transylvania. Okay. Anywhere in Transylvania. You hear a lot about goulash and mm. 
Liga, Tokenista yeah. Jimbo Liga, and that kind of stuff. I would say go to Transylvania for those dishes because they're kind of, they have a lot of Hungarian influences and German influences, and that's where you can get the real deal when it comes to that kind of food. Also, for sightseeing, you gotta do the Transco Garage Hunt. It's just amazing. Nick here can And the final question. You've, I've just given you a free plane ticket to anywhere in the world. Where are you going? Iceland. I have this fetish about doing the highway that surrounds Iceland. Oh, nice. Yeah, my driver's like license works. A simple circle around it, are you? <laughs> like an, an Icelandic circle? Yeah. <laughs> so, Laurie, thank you very much 